Hi, this is Nayetta. Hi, this is Sin. And welcome to The, the Help Show. Show. Thank you for joining us on another venture on Just Breathe series for the month of November. For our third form of stress relief, we introduce you to a more physical form of stress relief, the anger room. The Help Show visited with Miss Donna Alexander, the founder of The Anger Room. She is originally from Chicago and is now in our local neighborhood, Deep Ellum, Texas. Now, she provides a more non-conventional way of stress relief, but will allow you to decide if it's right for you when it comes to stress relief. We are with Donna Alexander um, at The Anger Room. Donna, come on. Tell me, what is the anger room? <laughs> okay, well, the anger room is basically a place where people can come to relieve stress and anger. So we set up mock room settings to look like living rooms and office spaces and kitchens and things like that. And we allow you to bash them and break them to relieve stress and anger. <laughs> you had you had mentioned previously that you were doing this, you started out doing this on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So what actually originally gave you the concept of the anger room? Um, well, the concept really came from when I was 16 years old, uh, growing up on the south side of Chicago. And I had a lot of friends that went to jail for stuff like punching holes in walls and destroying girlfriends and boyfriends' property and stuff like that. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I was like, and in Chicago, we had like an overpopulation thing okay. going on with our jail system. So I said, well, maybe I can help our jail system. And... Uh, create a place where people can go to punch holes in walls and not get in trouble. So I thought the idea was so good that somebody else was gonna come out with it. So I kind of left it alone and went back to high school and did my little thing. But uh, I moved here to Dallas in 2002. And when I moved here, the idea came again and I started looking it up to see if anybody came out with it. Nobody came out with it. So I waited some more in 2008. The idea came back again. And I was like, you know what? Nobody's coming out with this. Let me just go ahead and do it. So I used the garage in my town home that I wasn't even using. And I would grab stuff from outside on bulk trash pickup days. And I would invite my friends and my coworkers to my garage. And I said, hey, if it was a place you can go and you can break stuff for like $5, would you do it? And they was like, yeah. <laughs> so, so they started coming over. And I even had my ex-bosses and stuff coming over to break stuff. And I would play music on my little white laptop and videotape everybody and ask them questions afterwards, like how they feel and everything. So it's kind of like a test and trial run. Mm -hmm. And um. I knew I had something when a stranger came to my house and said, is this the place you break stuff? And I was like, oh my gosh, I got something. So it's kind of like where the anger room, it started in Chicago, the idea started in mm -hmm. Chicago, but it just came together when I moved here to Dallas. So that's where it came from. <laughs> so you're doing this for as long as you've been doing it from Chicago to Dallas. Did you have an educational background, like psychology, or you just like, you know, marketing, you know, like marketing, <laughs> anything, yeah, anything like anger that. management. I, am, I would like to say, I am a very unique person, so um, my schooling and education was in commercial and re residential architecture. And okay. when I moved to Dallas, then I ended up taking uh, taking up graphic design and multimedia. Um, and then during my work life, I do everything. Like it's so much stuff that I do. So I've done. I've been a marketing manager. I've been just managers of stores, restaurants. There's, all kinds and I work really close with CEOs and VPs and things like that because I, I always needed to be versatile like I had to constantly do something new something different because if I do something that's repetitive I would get bored with it and you could just forget about it it's just like I just 
spaz out and I'm gone. So I would do different stuff to keep my mind and keep me learning stuff. Okay. So um, I got to take all of my experiences from uh, my work history and put it into the anger room, and it actually worked out for my benefit right. because. I created the whole thing like from nothing. I didn't have a model to go under. We didn't have a category. Right. The government didn't know what the crap to call us. <laughs> they were just like, what is this? Is this real? I mean, and then, you know, I've gotten connections and friends along the way. So when it came to real estate and uh, bookkeeping and advisors and stuff like that, I just had the right connections to make it all happen and ball it up. It together. was your path. Yeah. And not only that, the versatility and the people that you've engaged with over the course of time allows you to connect with people that walk through the door because all walks of life come through that door. It yes. does. It really does. I've heard the stories that I've heard are like they're various and it gets you to step outside of the box that you live in mm -hmm. and um, and I didn't even realize that we even lived in a box until I started getting customers coming into the anger room because uh, a lot of us we live the same type of lifestyles right. no matter what our background is or right. ethnicity is we just have we do a lot of the same stuff but we don't realize it because we're only around those people that we keep in our circle and that's right. it mm -hmm. and then um, uh, one story that stands out is uh, in my very first location in Richardson, uh, we had uh, a mom and a dad come in and they had a story that was on CNN and a lot of the major uh, news networks because their daughter was murdered here in Dallas. Mm. Uh, she was 16 years old um, and she had got out of school. Uh, I forget what the name of the school was, but she got out of school. She was kidnapped from the school, and then the person took her to the Trinity River and snapped her neck and just killed her. And oh, it was wow. just really, really, it was really horrific. And um, he got arrested in Loose Derrick, right. and then he escaped. And then they caught him again. Right. And then when they caught him again, he confessed to the murder and gave every detail without any type of remorse or anything like that. Oh, so wow. her parents were like... Uh, I can't even express like their emotions or what it was, but one was angry, of course, like the father was angry, but the mother was just so emotional. Right. So they, it, it touched my heart to see that they even found us and that they figured that that was a place for them to go to relieve all of that pent up aggression and anger that they had towards mm -hmm. this guy. Right. So um, it made all of us cry because it was emotional. Um, uh, but the mom went in there and the father went in there and he was just like, I wish I can do all of the things he said he did to my daughter. And, and, it, and it was just really, that was a really traumatic and just emotional period just for my company period. But mm -hmm. then we started getting more and more people that had tragedies and murders like that um, mm -hmm. coming through the doors in the anger room and they used the anger room as therapy and they claim it as therapy for them. So I just think, uh, that it's just a really wonderful uh, concept that I was able to bring out to the public where people can relieve that kind of anger and stress because I would hate for them to try to relieve it in some other kind of way. You know, do it in public or we have mm -hmm. more situations like Columbine and things at movie theaters where right. people are just lashing out because they don't have anywhere else to do it at. So uh, I definitely know that the business itself has a purpose for the world and at the time when I was a teenager I thought it was silly for me to think that I was going to help the world but now that I'm older and the company has grown older itself I think that's exactly what it's here for is to literally help, help the, the world, world. <laughs> we're all about helping the world so with the anger room is it safe okay 
Yes, it's safe. <laughs> we uh, we make sure that we protect you from head to toe in safety gear uh, as best as we possibly can. And of course, you would have to sign waivers and things like that. But as far as your physical person, we try to protect you as much as possible. And it took me literally forever to make sure I had the perfect pricing because I wanted to I wanted it to be affordable for everybody. Right. So not just something that only people in high income or middle income could afford, but lower income as well. And try to create programs around that because I think everybody needs to release this kind of anger, have this kind of outlet and I don't want our doors to be closed to people that may need it the most. So Okay. You're somebody so good to join forces with right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and the question I also have, what about pregnant women? Like, can pregnant women and children do, do this under eight, um, ages of 18 participate in this? Or? Um, for pregnant women, uh, we, we kind of don't allow them to do it just for their, sa their own safety, safety and protection of the baby. Yes, yeah, yeah, we don't want any to cause any kind of troubles or anything like that. So I kind of recommend them to either to wait after they have the baby or something like I know they get angry and stuff, but it's just more protection and a liability uh, thing when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. right. um, as far as uh, children under the age of 18, we do accept children under the age of 18, but their legal parent or guardian has to be present and they have to sign specific and special waivers for them to participate. I and I used to just keep it for adults only in the beginning, but like I said, as the company grew, I had to realize that anger kind of spreads far yeah, and wide. It's not age specific, yes, gender specific, it's not, role it's specific. Not, and I got a lot and I had mm -hmm. yes. And I got a lot of parents and I get it all the time, a lot of parents that say, Oh, my child has punched a hole in my wall or I had to take the door off the hinges because he's in my house and he's just destroying stuff. And these are kids that are 10, 11, 12 years mm -hmm. old and yes. you're like, what the world when I was Because we live in a society that does not know how to express themselves. Right. Yeah. We live in a society where you're you're like coming like dehumanized and expressing emotions or like wanting to feel certain ways and now more than ever we have a lot of troubles in our world yeah. so it's great that you provide and, this and to children that, that build up it it does become anger yeah. and they do want to release that and some you know some people don't know how to express themselves like like saying and like you guys were mm -hmm. saying they don't know how to express themselves and sometimes punching holes and being violent is the only way. And, I, and it's such, I'm just really grateful that you, you laid this foundation for people that don't know how to express themselves in a legal matter. Because no one wants to go to jail. No one. <laughs> no, one. no one wants to go. No one wants to go to jail because they pushed a hole, you know, at a bar or, you know, they slapped the girlfriend or so instead of, you know, it being in that physical way, it's better for them to be able to come to a place like this to truly express themselves. Let the anger out. Take a deep breath and then, you know, without any other accountability is going to go And away. no judgment. It, no yeah, judgment at no all. Yeah, no judgment, and that was our beginning. Uh, pull the catch thing, no judgment, no consequences. So. <laughs> <laughs> I get no judgment, no consequences. That's so, going to so. be our hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think that was just, yeah, it really is awesome. It, it's very helpful. It's extremely helpful to people, I think, in the most part. I will be a, a frequenter. <laughs> as much as I can afford. <laughs> so when people come in here and we get dressed, we get suited and booted. So no, but what's the first thing they do? What's like how how like where do they start at? Like they pick their weapons. 
No, like what? Like <laughs> no. Besides picking their weapons, like like what are they? If, if you're a beginner, where would you suggest them to start? Like, you know what? Let's start the class. There's little trinkles there. Let's break that. Then go to the desk, or do you just let them say, you know what? Take your wherever you want. Wild to. out. Wow. Yeah. Wild out. Yeah. We take the wild out approach. We, we don't. She <laughs> so don't give really, instructions. You just yeah. Say, we the only instructions we give is our do's and don'ts, which are typical, like what not to do. That's basic, basic common sense things, but we remind people anyway. You know, because we what know you may think was common moment. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know when people get in the moment, and we know from experience, when people get in the moment, then common sense goes out the window, and they just lose all of their minds for that five or ten mm-hmm. minutes that they decide to go in there. So we try to remind them, and we monitor as well to make sure that they stay where they need to be, and, um, and we just let them, like, have at it. Sometimes we get people that come in that um, they don't know what to break first or they're kind of scared or they're timid. So right. we'll walk them through it and like, okay, oh, here. We're like, here, break this <laughs> or here, break that. And then we'll leave them alone and okay. let them do their thing. But for the most part, people pretty much get it. They're just so excited by the time they walk in the door that when they know that they're about to break some stuff, that's when their adrenaline gets to pumping and they're just ready. I've had people come in here and they'll be in the waiting room and they'll work out and they'll do stretches, <laughs> which actually isn't a bad idea because going into the angry room is like, P90X on steroids because oh, wow. you're gonna Jumping, get a full workout. Swinging. Yeah, <laughs> you're using muscles that you don't normally use. You're just doing a lot of extra sweating, so you'll be very sweaty. And yeah, it's a workout. It is definitely a workout. So it can be good for health reasons too. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. So do you have you? Um, so now that you, you this has been kind of developing, have you talked to like? mental like mental health care specialists or therapists and in kind of like explaining like how demolishing a room will alleviate the anger and stress like is there is there any like scientific data that correlates to I'm gonna smash this and it makes me feel better I think that it does Um, when we first opened I started getting therapists and psychiatrists and things coming to the anger room and they would try it out themselves first. Mm -hmm. And then once they enjoyed it, they would send their patients to us. Mm -hmm. So then we started building relationships with them where it's almost like a business of business things because we would refer people to them if we felt like we needed to refer somebody Mm -hmm. to them. But they would also send people to us. And then um, it got so in-depth that now they would come with their patients to bash up stuff and then they would go into a private room and have their own session, like completing the therapy process uh, to help their patients and things like that. So um, I do think that it has a tremendous effect on their behavior and just their overall health and well-being and um, and that it continues to do so not only in adolescents but in adults as well. So um, all of the therapists and doctors that have tried it out have nothing negative to say about it. It's the ones that haven't tried it out that have yeah. the strongest opinions and are extremely judgmental over the anger. Of course. Room. So they'll say, oh, you're just promoting violence mm-hmm. or this is just going to help people go out and do more violence when actually it does the opposite. And um, to be able to have the company for over eight years now, I've, that's to me, that's more than enough time for me to see the cause and effects of anger room because I would have learned early on if it was sending people out to be more aggressive and start 
committing crimes and things like that, but they haven't. They right. get, they're so exhausted <laughs> once they come out of the anger room. It's basically a wrap. It's just right. like they, they're too tired to do anything. And I mean, I've had, I've literally had customers come from Lusteric, and I'm talking about straight out of jail, like just got released, oh, and wow. they came to the anger room to relieve stress and stuff like that. And they were tired. They were like so tired. They just wanted to go home and go to bed. Too tired to stress. Yeah, so yeah. I, so just for me witnessing it and seeing it with my own eyes, I know that it has some type of benefit to it. Even though I'm not a doctor or a therapist, I know that it has a benefit to it. And then the therapists that do attend also know that it has benefits to it. So um, I definitely think that there's, a, there's something there when it comes to well-being and, and improving uh, improving our mentality and the way that we live. Love this it. was refreshing. This <laughs> was amazing. This was, you know, when I came in here and met you with, with Oliver with mm -hmm. um, Half Price Geeks, I didn't know what to really expect. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like amped to beat some stuff in the back room <laughs> and tag team and, um, <laughs> and, and I learned something different today and to really spread the word and to share awareness about, you know, stress and stress relief and how this door opens up, you know, other ways for people to relieve their stress instead of, you know, there's nothing wrong with yoga and working out, mm -hmm. which the anger room is like a, a little bit of mix of all <laughs> yoga slash workout. But people can release their stress in a different type of way, which is, I, I think, really great for our community, yeah. for society. That's what mm -hmm. I want to add to um so I'm new to Dallas. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm fairly new here. I'm originally from California. I've been okay. in Texas for a couple years now, but new to Dallas. And she's born and raised in Dallas. And with the help show and the podcast we're doing, we're, we want to bring awareness. We want to create change in the community mm -hmm. as well as far and wide. And we love the fact that you're not just nationwide. You're like international at this point. Mm -hmm. So um, we also want to let people know to support local businesses. And now you are a local business. Yes. You are located here in Deep LM mm -hmm. in Dallas, the Anger Room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Because we are, uh, it, you know, it's amazing to see how much the, the Anger Room has grown from an idea to a garage thing until what it is today. And um, sometimes I constantly have to be reminded of how far I came because it, after a while, it just becomes normal, and I'm just like, okay, I'm going through the daily operations, but um, we've really come a really, really long way, and just to look back at all of the news articles, all of the TV shows, all of the, any type of media coverage that we've gotten, and then seeing that we have people as far as Czech Republic and uh, Italy and Australia, mm. and just countries I've never even heard of and they're just like we really need you here when are you going to come here and things like that it's it's just it puts me in awe because I'm like I created something that is literally worldwide and even though we're still a small business our reputation is huge and it's it's it really seems like um it's definitely meant to be. Like, it, it's so meant to be. I, I can't even express how much it is. And you're such a beautiful person. <laughs> and so humble. She's and that's why the blessings happy. are yes. flowing your way. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. It, it really is amazing. And with the people that have tried to, which I have people that try to copy the concept, and they still try to do it now. And um, 
they contact me and ask me why it didn't work, if it didn't work, and things like that. I it just it's mind boggling because I just all I can do is say because it wasn't meant for you, it was yeah, meant for, for me. me. Yeah, it, it literally was because. It's not a fly-by-night thing, and a lot of my advisors in the beginning thought that it was a fly-by-night thing. They was like, okay, this is going to be something that's hot right now, and then next week nobody's going to know what the mm-hmm. anger room is. And here we are eight years later, and everybody everybody still knows what the anger room is, and it's something that they constantly want to do um, and incorporate it in their daily lives. And that's one of my goals is to make the anger room a household name, something where people know that, Here's a place that we can go to do this type of stuff and not get in trouble for it, but also release that anger and stress that we have pent mm-hmm. up and built up in us. And we're just an additional uh, outlet for anger. We're not the cure for anger. I'm, I never claim that uh, we're a fix-all type of thing. It, it, you take it for as what is benefits to you, and you just take that with you. So. I think that it's a, an amazing company, and um, I can't wait to see how far it actually goes. So. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for <laughs> doing this interview with us, and <laughs> let's go smash some things up. Yes, let's go smash some things up. <laughs> so we are with Donna Alexander mm-hmm. in the Anger Room, and we are the, the Help Show. For more information, visit us on our website at thehelpshow.com. Thank you for listening and please stay tuned.